Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Got a little time on my hands like a wristwatch. I don't got time for the breaks and a pit stop. Race through the gridlock. Take it like Chris Rock. Rate right to the chin. Still win. Heavy metals like Slipknot. Got the driving. I got tunnel vision. I just hit my stride the way I run the business. I've been Welcome making paper like I'm going to JT Noah. Producing the operation for the rest of the week. JT is not going to the Cotton Bowl because he wants to stay here, but he's going to watch it on TV. What are you watch do? it on TV with some buddies. You going to a bar? No, we'll watch it probably at his house. He's got a nice projector downstairs in his basement. So. Oh, the full projector. A total man cave. Yeah, he, he's got it all hooked up. Interesting. It's, it's always the best way. It's, it's the way I like to watch games, too. I'm not, I don't mind going to a sports bar or watching a game or something if I don't have a rooting interest in it. When it comes to anything else, you know, a team you really care about, I don't like being around people. And I know a lot of people like this, JT. They don't like a lot of people around them in that situation. But Ron Kopp was talking to Ron about what's, what's, what's the deal with the offense. And you know what? Everybody's got a pretty much different opinion. You got to see the text line. Text line is we're being way too, way too lenient on Mahomes here. Because if you're in that camp that he's missing uh, open receivers, because you're seeing video of it and you're seeing guys open, okay, you're not taking into account the uh, the lack of trust that he might have receivers, the offensive line, not giving him time to throw. Because it is easy to sit back and watch something on TV and see that somebody's open. It's another thing if you have Max Crosby, the Condor right in your face to bring you down, which he seemingly was a huge problem for the Chiefs offensive line this past time. Jeff Swartz, former NFL lineman, tweets out uh, he was going back and watching film, and he said, uh, finish watching Chiefs film. Raiders defense played well, and they seemed to have a safety into the box late every time the Chiefs ran the ball. And this is the other problem. Safeties are creeping up because there's no threat of the downfield pass. So he says, okay, to the Chiefs offense, I've discussed this often. It continues to show. A different player makes a mistake on a different play. Hard to scheme around any of it. For example, he says a wide receiver is open, but the right tackle is beat so bad Mahomes can't get the ball there. Juwan Taylor. The protection is good, but no one is open. The protection is good, then the wide receiver doesn't understand where to settle in the zone. Protection is good. So you look at some, and they'll say it's not Mahomes' fault whatsoever, and then you'll have others that say it is. So it's just the question of what you have. He also says, and then Mahomes just doesn't trust many guys. Wide receiver group doesn't have much awareness. Kelsey isn't open as often, plus teams just double him because why not? No one else is beating man coverage. And that's true. No one else 
is is beating man coverage. But who who do you sign them blame to? You can call in if you want to. 913-586-7610 is the phone number. 913-586-7610 is the phone number. Who do you sign most to blame to? Because depends on who you talk to, who most people blame. And the other thing is we've been too hard. You're being too hard on them. Do you want to see how the rest of the season plays out? Do you want to read the end of the book? Do you want to watch the end of the movie? And then really, okay, if the Chiefs melt down the next two weeks, you got, you know, a major overhaul to be done with the team. Are we spoiled in the fact that you've had five straight years of just beautiful football going to the AFC title game? I had never seen an AFC title game in this town. I've lived here my whole life until this last five-year stretch. I had never seen it because that game was in Buffalo in 94. Wasn't alive during the first Super Bowl, born right after it, but wasn't alive during that time. But you make five straight, you can't stay on top forever. You got to make adjustments, and can you make the adjustments? The Chiefs made the adjustments last year. They had five rookie defensive backs playing in the Super Bowl. As I mentioned, they had 61 starts by rookies last year, 61. That was third in the NFL. The two teams that were ahead of them picked one and two in the draft. It was, it was that simple. Chiefs were third. They win the Super Bowl. So they've done it. They've retooled this whole roster. Again, the only guys here before Mahomes are Kelsey, Jones, uh, Butker, and Winchester. So 50% of those guys uh, were specialists. But you're going to have to do this, and I do expect the wide receiver room to be rebuilt, not only through the draft in Detroit, but also through free agency. But where do you sign them? Because I've heard everything. Like during the postgame show, I've heard, well, it's, it's Matt Nagy and not the enemy. And it's the offensive coaching staff. And it's so Mahomes isn't finding the right the, the right receivers. A lot of this falls on Mahomes. Then, I've heard, then the receivers, you know how they're not very good. And that's a problem. And that the offensive line at times has been a problem. Even though Mahomes has been sacked the second fewest times in the NFL. That's why when I because he's such good scrambling, he gets out of he gets out of harm's way. It's why he's got his career high in rushing at this point. But where do you assign the blame? Are we getting too spoiled, JT? Because again, they are the number two seed, they're the number three seed. They are the three seed with the chance of the number two seed. A lot of teams would like to trade places with the Chiefs. Like the team they're playing this week in the Bengals that aren't even in the playoffs at this point. They'd like to trade to the Chiefs that have been the five straight, three of the last four Super Bowls, one, two of the last three. A lot of people want to be right here, but we know they have issues. We know they have issues, but we also hold them to a higher standard because of how they've played since Mahomes has become the quarterback. So, yeah, we might be a little hard, but we've also been just so accustomed to what we're watching. And that's fine. With success, you get criticism. Right. And so I think that's what's happening right now. We're just giving them criticism. And some people are going too far and some people are going too hard on them. And others are just, just laid back. So I think it's okay to give criticism where it's due. Well, where do you guys assign the blame? Because you're going to work, you're talking to people. I know that I've heard it. many. Everybody's got an opinion on the Chiefs. Like, no one's happy right now. It's supposed to be the happy time between Christmas and New Year, but everybody's a little bit upset because there's so much invested in this football team as fans. It's become a big part of what you do. Every Sunday you wake up, you have the family, friends come over, you watch it. The people are really invested in this football team, and you've seen wild success. I mean, it was a pipe dream ever to win a Super Bowl in this town, and now you've won two with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Brian, out in Lee Summit, uh, who do you assign the blame to? Hey, I just wanted to point out one thing that, uh, like a little bit on Mahomes, and I'll go back to the Eagles game when Hurts threw that real deep, pretty deep ball to Smith to kind of kill it at the end. And 
I've just been noticing more and more as the season progresses that Mahomes, when they do take a shot deep, all of his deep balls are coming out extremely flat like bullets. And it's, I think when you do that, you just, it's got to be real perfect. Like it does, it's coming so fast and so low that it basically has to hit the receivers in stride. And our receivers aren't real good at adjusting it anyways, where you see some other quarterbacks kind of loft it up there and give their guy a chance to maybe adjust or come back to it or something. And that's just something that I, I don't know if that's, that's how it's always been, but I'm wondering if you noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah, You remember the first, uh, first preseason he was in, remember that throw down in Atlanta? In the preseason, I, I don't remember. It was just yeah, down yeah. the field, down the field. And you're like, oh man, look what we got going. I'd love to see more of that. Like, I like to see the again, provide the time to where your quarterback can plant down. They start airing the ball out. Let's get back to what the Chiefs do. The MO of this team is press the defense, scare them. Now they're creeping eight guys into the box. They're bringing the safety up. They're not worried about the deep ball. Like that part's got to change. You, you open up the deep ball. You open up the rest of the offense because this this offense is about keeping defensive coordinators up at night. It's about scaring them. It's about putting fear in the opposition of what your offense is going to do to them on Sundays. The fear's gone. The fear is gone. They got to get that back. That's the number one thing they have to do is get that fear back with this offense because that's what this team is. I know the defense looks great right now, and I love defense. But the reason the Chiefs have two rings with Mahomes and Reed is the offense, not the defense. Let's go to Tito's in KCMO. What's up, Tito's? What's up, Bing? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How you doing this yep. holiday series? Who are you putting the blame on, Tito's? I'm putting the blame on the Kansas City Chiefs' success because success. That's good. We've had so much success over the past five years. We were in the dark ages for at least a good 15. You know, I watched all of those games with Tyler Palco, so on and so forth. Um, and what we don't realize is that sometimes you have to go through the struggle to grow. And right now I feel like our identity is there are certain things that need to be put around Patrick Mahomes. They're not putting them around them because he was successful with them going bargain basement before. Let's see if we could do it again. But in that same aspect, that shows that you have to put that resource towards having him something that is applicable to a valid pass catcher. Wayne Bow was a valid pass catcher for Frank Green. There were other receivers. Even Mark Brobrichter was, was somebody that, that Chiefs fans can remember from all of those down years that we had. Yeah, we had valid receivers, but do we have that one now? No, we traded him because he wanted that bag, and he got that bag, and he was supposed to get that bag. But at the same time, too, we also have to realize that Rasheed Rice is on the come up, He's realizing, especially after this Raiders game, that you can't just follow through with great catches. You have to be able to come back to the ball, catch something effectively, and do better as a wide receiver. He'll do better next year. But when we get that number one this year, I don't mind us going 17, 18, 19 in the draft. Let's lose in the wild card round. Fuck it. Sure. Well, Tito's, here's the thing, man. As far as Rasheed Rice is concerned, I mean, if you want to have some hope, because I know there's some people down on can the Chiefs draft a receiver, 
Um, if you go to rookie pass catchers in the league this year, wide receivers, whoever, tight ends, throw them in there too. Number one is Puka. Number two is Rasheed Rice. He's tied with uh, Zay Flowers and San Laporta. So of all the rookie pass catchers in the NFL, he's number two. Number two. As far as yards, where's he sitting with yards? Okay. Puka, Jordan Addison, Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice only 15 yards behind Addison, by the way. So he's number two in catches, three in yards of all pass catchers. And I'm throwing tight ends in there as well. Tight ends, wide receivers, doesn't matter, pass catchers. He's number two in catches, three in yards. So does that give you hope going forward that that can happen? Because, you know, I'm still trying to figure this out. I got a text here. It says, God, I pray Casey loses the next two and Raiders win the next two. Blame goes to the GM for not going after a wide receiver during the offseason. Is this where we're at, people? Is this where we're at as Chiefs fans? Were you rooting for the damn team to lose and for the Raiders? Is this where we're at? Because you want to prove to the general manager he should have got a wide receiver. We all know he should have got a wide receiver. Quarterbacks need solid weapons. Joe Montana, Steve Young, they had Jerry Rice and John Taylor. Dwight Clark. Tom Brady had Wes Welker for years. Randy Moss. Dan Marino had Duper and Clayton. Peyton Manning had a host of receivers when he put up 5,000 yards uh, passing in Denver. In Indy, he had Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. One's in the Hall of Fame. The other one's about to go. Plus, 2004 Colts had three receivers over 1,000 yards because throw Brandon Stokely in there too. They all had somebody. They all need somebody. You need that trusted guy. I trust Brett Veach can do this. Again, people that want to criticize the GM, there, there is stipulations. There is only a certain amount of money you can get. And, yes, they really wanted DeAndre Hopkins. The money wasn't there. You had the Chris Jones holdout. DeAndre Hopkins getting up 1,000 yards. Chiefs needed him. That was, that, that, that was an issue. They needed somebody. I do believe they wanted to bring in somebody at receiver because they knew they had to get help. But the defense, it's great this year. Number two in total defense, number two scoring. How do you think those players got here? They got here because of Brett Veach. Your call's next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. For the drop, never stand still, that's the motto. Yeah. Brand new bands for the auto. Oh, foot to the ground, full throttle. Big energy for the night, light lotto. Damn, y'all talk lots. Welcome back to Vesco in the morning, like talking about where do you assign the blame? From the 620, anybody remember Amir Smith-Marset from the preseason? Yeah, I remember him. Do I think that would be uh, the answer? Hell no, I don't. He's got a whopping four catches for 33 yards this year. But I will say he's had really good uh, return game for he the Panthers. He, he does. He's been good in the return game. He's got, as, as long as teams will give that to you, you know, as long as they'll give you an opportunity to return it, but he has been good. He's got a touchdown this year, actually. He's returned uh, 32 punt returns, has a touchdown. Uh, he's been good on end rounds too. He's been good when he runs the football. That's where he got. Uh, he actually got a touchdown on that, but that doesn't help your receiving woes. That doesn't re- help your receiving there. Let's go to Melvin in Mission about uh, who is he signing the blame to? Who are you signing the blame to? Uh, it's the coaching staff, Jay. What we have is we've got a, a, a receivers coach that's what thirty years old probably his first or second job as a coach. Now, I've been going to the Chiefs game since early days. I was at the Christmas Day game in 71. So these fans need to understand. That's old school. That was a, that, Yeah, that's old school. That was the last game we played in Municipal. We moved to Arrowhead, and then we proceeded to lose for like the next 30 years. <laughs> that's old school. So, nice work. So we just losing this season, like you said earlier. It's hard to stay on top. We've been on top for five years. Everybody's retooling their teams to come back to Kansas City Chiefs. And then when we get these inadequate coaches and nobody's holding anybody accountable, now I don't know if it's Eric the enemy, but Nagy never coached Patrick Mahomes since he was started. He was gone up to Chicago, and he didn't succeed up there. So we might need an overhaul on the coaching staff and get somebody to get these players behind when they make mistakes because that DeWan Taylor making all those mistakes at right tackle makes no sense. That wouldn't happen under Jimmy Johnson, Don Shula, or even Hank Strand back in the day. So that's all I got to say. And I love talking to you, Jay. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Thank you there. Yeah, the Juwan Taylor thing, but he's not going anywhere. This contract is so high, he's not going to go anywhere. And it's 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 been bad. I mean, and so forget that pipe dream of him ever playing left tackle. It's not going to happen. He can't even get the right tackle down to this point. You're not putting him over there. But, yeah, as far as the coaching staff, everybody needs to be evaluated. And Nagy? He went to playoffs twice with Mitch Trubisky. Twice. That's insane. It's insane they did that. But, again, wide receiver, coach, everything everything needs to be evaluated and different. Maybe a, maybe a house clean with, with the offensive coaching staff. Maybe that's what they need. Need a different perspective, new eyes. What are teams doing? And I would find that off somebody that plays the Chiefs. I would consult with somebody like that. I mean, after all, they did consult with uh, bringing in uh, Chris Holt for the pistol offense to help Alex Smith because he was doing it in Nevada. And they thought, okay, uh, what makes this so successful? Why are teams doing this all across the country in college and high school football? Why are teams doing it? I'd find out. I'd talk to people. What are people doing against the Chiefs? What do you see? Fired defensive staff guys. Talk to them. So what are people doing against this team? How are people making adjustments? Because you can't stay on top forever. The rest of the, the other 31 teams did not get a memo that said, despite the old scripting nature we have, they did not get a memo that said, whatever you do, the Chiefs have to keep winning. 
So draft terribly, hire bad free agents, and lose to the Chiefs. No one got that memo. They all want to beat the Chiefs. You're getting their best effort to beat Kansas City. And the quality quarterback in this league is good. Because everybody wants that next Mahomes. Chiefs set the blueprint. Now other teams are trying to cash in with the blueprint. But there's no rule that says Chiefs have to stay on top forever. Just the fact that they do is incredible. Just like the last couple of years, you know, Andy Reid, he won't sniff coach of the year. Won't even sniff it. And you may say, why are you even talking about it this year? Well, obviously he's not going to get it this year. He's not going to get it when they're good either. What the coach of the year says is, you have to be really bad and suck and then turn around and be good. Like, he hasn't had that suck year. Nine and seven is his worst record as a Chiefs. Nine and seven. 2014, the one year he didn't make the playoffs. But you always kind of got to be putting things in motion. Last year, I thought the Chiefs did a good job of it. They were able to make do with that group of receivers and win a world championship with that group. Incredible coaching. Andy Reid's best year of coaching was last year. Steve Spagnuolo's best year of coaching, I believe, was the kind of started last year, and it's right now. Started last year, 55 sacks they had. Second in the NFL in sacks. You saw that coming. Because the whole deal through training camp is who they going to get the rush to pass Well, they figured out a way to do it with everybody, especially the secondary. Nobody blitzes better in the secondary than the Chiefs. But they found a way to adjust. They found a way to make the adjustment. The team found a way to, to draft successfully defensive backs. And having five played in the Super Bowl. Because it was it was cheap, too. Rookie contracts with guys. Seventh round running back being your lead receiver or your leading running back. That's how you win. They retooled, they went cheap, and they were they were good at it. As I mentioned, the 61 starts by rookies last year. Now they got to retool the offense and they need to figure out what teams are doing. What is, is stalling this offense? How do they get back to what they were? How do they get back to where they were and stealing fear in other teams? Because it, it's constant adjustments. Again, you can't stay ahead of the pack as long as they have. They're about to win the division for eight straight years. That'll beat the uh, the Rams in the 70s. They've done it seven straight times. Chiefs were tied with them. Only the Patriots with 11 straight division titles, the only team in the history of the league to get to that point. It's, it's a remarkable mark consistency. When you're consistent in the same league, when they have the same amount of money as you, it's like going to the grocery store and you get 200 bucks. Who comes up with the best, uh, the, the most dinners? It, it's up to the person. It's up to the person. Or it's Top Gun. It's up to the pilot in the box. It's up to the GM. It's up to the coach. Everybody's got the same playing field. Everybody's got the same revenue. Same salary cap stipulations. You just got to be better than everybody else. And for five straight years, they have been. Let's go to Nick and Liberty. What's up, Nick? Hey, Jay. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, yeah, so I put the blame on Andy Reid. I just think this is uh, reminiscent of his time, his end, his end of time in Philly. And he's starting to go on a downward trajectory. I know he didn't have Mahomes and all that, but I just think that it, he always says, you know, his, his line is, uh, you know, the enemy or Nagy calls good plays, he calls bad plays. But we all know that Andy Reid calls the plays. So something has to change. And I, and I know we all know that Clark Hunt will never, ever get rid of Andy Reid. But uh, something's got to change. I like him. You know, he's great. He's brought us a lot of good memories. But the, all right, the let, starting let, to come to an end. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this, Nick. 
The train is coming to the end. He's the third seed. He's fourth all-time in coaching wins. Fourth all-time. He's number two all-time in postseason wins. In the history of the game, his worst record as a Chiefs coach is 9-7. and seven. Can you find another coach that hasn't, besides Tomlin, that's had a, a, at least a winning record every year? He's no, done, what he's that, done with the that, Chiefs is ridiculous. His last 10 years, has been yeah. since he's been here, he took a team that was picking first in the draft. They won their first nine games the year after. Again, right. again, he's smart enough to bring in the right people to figure things out. I do believe he can figure things out. I, I think I'm just sick of the screens. It's like it's like when the offense falls apart, we just go to the screen game. And it's just – it gets so old game after game where it's like, well – the passes aren't working. Let's go to screens, and then we lose three or four yards. It's like the NFL, the AFC is down this year overall. The Ravens are playing pretty good, but yeah, we're nine and six in the third seed. But does your script I mean, change, Nick? Great. I'm curious if your script changes because a lot of people feel like mm-hmm. you. But I'm curious if the script changes. If they win the division for eight straight years, you don't fire a coach that's won a division for eight straight years. That's right. That, that, that that's nonsense. And we we'll say he wins a playoff game. Then what do you do? Is like does the script change if he goes I, and wins a playoff game? I, I think he'll. I think if anything, we'll maybe get one. But we're not going to the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship this year. I mean, it's just, and that's fine. You know, every other year or whatever. You know, we're we're really spoiled here. But I just, it gets really hard seeing the screens every single week. And who would you want? Who would you want? Who would you want? Who would you want as coach? Well, in fantasy land, which will never happen. But Dan Campbell, <laughs> I love his attitude. I love his grit, and I like the intensity. And I just hate when Andy Reid takes his foot off the gas. But well, it, it served him well, and thanks for the call. And, and a lot of people feel that way. You know, it, we're not that time yet. You know, Marty's message got stale at a point here. He leaves. He goes to Washington. He ends up having a 14-win season with the Chargers. He never made the Super Bowl. You know, fumbles in Cleveland. Uh, who was it? Uh, Ernest Biner's fumble. Was it Biner or Mac? I think it was Biner, the fumble. That reminded yeah, me. I believe it was Biner. Uh, my question to you, Bink. Since we're talking about this, you said last year was Andy Reid's best season, you thought, right? I felt, coach, yeah. yeah. Do you think this is his worst season of coaching since becoming the head coach of the Chiefs? Um, the 2014 season probably would be right there, or the 15 season. They started one and five, but then they, they kind of. Yeah, they got real hot late. They got, they got hot late because they, they resurfaced. They went through and said, what went wrong? Because he's been great at making adjustments. Like, if something didn't work, it's like he's been so good in November and December. I mean, until this year, he rarely loses in November and December. But he makes the change. He watches a lot of college football tape. He watches, sees what other teams are doing and what the new things are. But last year, I thought it was remarkable because they won with the group of receivers that was headlined by Juju Smith-Schuster. But, yeah, but my thing is, is 10 out of the 11 wide receivers – or catchers, catchers came back. The only one that didn't come back was Juju. So, and we added Rasheed Rice. So that's where I don't understand what what happened and what the downfall. I, I don't is. know. I think it was too much trust in the receivers to continue to develop. I think that uh, that would be the number one thing they've been guilty on is thanking this group of guys. Which, I mean, I've been screaming for new receivers since last draft. You, or do you think they put a lot of more pressure, maybe thinking they would have a run game this year? With Pacheco. I th- well, I, I don't think the – well, do I think they thought they had a 1,000-year rusher? Yes. Uh, the running game has never been a, that important to them. 
And listen, Pacheco's done okay. He's not been great. He's got, what, 300-yard games in his career. You just saw a rookie running back for the Raiders have more yards than Pacheco's ever had in the game. And that 2.6 yards of carry, that didn't cut it. And the thing about it is, any running back should be good in the system, except for this year, because now you're starting to see people creep up. This is the problem. You see them defenses start to creep up. You know, eight men in the box never used to be a thing against Chiefs or would ever be with having Mahomes as a quarterback. It just wouldn't happen. So you ought to be able to thrive as a running back in this offense when all the uh, attention's on the passing game. They're not paying attention to you. Well, yeah, because there's no separation being made by these wide receivers. Uh, the one thing that is so staggering is the points per game. This year alone, they've had seven games with less than 20 points. Coming into the season in Mahomes' era as the starting quarterback, there had only been six games going into the season. There's already seven this year. Yeah. Hold Insane. that thought. Hold that thought, JT. We'll hit that right after the break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He said one day you leave this world behind. So live a life you hey, will. Welcome back to Fest in the Morning. Jay Binkley, JT Noah producing... Uh, I didn't realize this. I guess uh, Jalen Hurts gave his offensive line uh, these nice uh, Rolex watches for Christmas, uh, JT. Uh, the green face. Th- things have really changed since Marino and the Isotoners. Yeah, uh, definitely have Rolexes. Those are a pretty nice watch. We got a uh, text yesterday. Did Mahomes have the golf carts repoed? Because they'd heard he's had to repoed for his offensive line. They have, <laughs> they have not done that. But, man, these gifts have gotten out of control, haven't they? Talk about the rookie wide receiver dinners and all that and how much I have to spend. These quarterbacks and these gifts have been crazy. Yeah, the gifts have been crazy, but I guess when you have that kind of money, you can do that for those guys. And I think a lot of times, too, if it's your sponsor or whatever, they kind of help you out on those things, too. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, yeah. bottom line is, so points per game saying um, there's a lot of, uh, all right, the enemy stuff here, too. And listen, the uh, Washington offense, you know, is not that great, but Again, we're not talking how the Commanders had a top-five offense uh, this year. Um, Passing-wise, the Commanders were 16th in the NFL. Total offense, the Commanders were 19th in the NFL. Points per game, the Commanders were 22nd in the NFL. The Chiefs' total offense is 9th. Their passing offense is 4th. Their points per game is 11th. Their points per drive, 9th. So despite the issues and woes, statistically, still much better than what the enemy had in Washington. But, again, you can't go by stats because stats don't matter. What matters is what you're seeing in front of your eyes, and that's a discombobulated offense. It should be getting better this time of year instead of going reverse. But the points per game, JT, I mean, 17.7 is what this defense gives up. Just scoring 18 points a game, man, changes the whole complexion. I just hate to see this defense um, go to waste because he's finally got a great one. You talk about teams that have good in both. The Bills, by the way, sixth in in scoring offense, fourth in scoring defense. Uh, The Ravens are actually better than anybody. They're fourth in scoring offense and first in scoring defense. Um, 
those two categories win you games. It's why it's why I think the Bills are better than their record and why the Ravens are the best team in the league. Um, with the Commanders, I think the bigger thing we should look at, and I, I should have this pulled up and looked up, is their penalties. Because I want to know the bigger problem with the Chiefs right now is penalties and turnovers. Have the commanders gone better from their penalty turnover ratio last year to this year? Because then it shows what the enemy has brought to the table. Well, this year, the commanders, I can give you that number here in just a second. They're 26th in the NFL in penalties. They have 78 penalties um, on the year. Uh, that's the, uh, it's the, the fewest. When I say 26th, I mean... That's uh, on the good category. The Raiders lead the way with 68, the Bengals 72. The Commanders, actually a good penalty ratio of only 78 uh, this year, which is very good for the Commanders. The Chiefs have always been a highly penalized team. Now the Commanders were right in the middle of the pack last year with 92. So sitting right there in the middle, the Chiefs this year are 15th in the NFL with 90 uh, penalties. Uh, 16th in the NFL, so right in the midway point, uh, being penalized 749 yards. Now, the timeliness of the penalties, that's the other issue. <laughs> this has got to be one. I don't have that number for that, but the timeliness of them, you know, third and short situations, even though third and long is actually better for this team than third and short, or in the red zone, these are the killers. And the fact they've had 20 holding penalties, which is the most in the league. Yeah, I mean, the timely penalties, the timely turnovers, it always feels like it's happened at the wrong time. Uh, Especially on Monday, it wasn't a turnover, but the second play of the game, you have a miscommunication. How does that happen on the second play of the game? These are scripted plays. Where is the miscommunication coming from? How is Pacheco and Mahomes not on the same page? That's, That's the part that's the hardest to figure out because they've been so good at that. They've been so good at the little details. Again, that's why I think, honestly, they need to take a look at the coaching staff, especially on the offensive side. Defensive side's fine with Spagnola. Can't find a better defensive assistant in the NFL than Steve Spagnola right now. So they got that part worked out. Special teams have slipped with Dave Tobe from where they were in the beginning. But offensive staff, yeah, I'm trying to find out anything I can, JT. I'm trying to find out anything. I especially want to know what teams are doing against the Chiefs. You know what? Maybe Spags can be the guy, you know? I've always thought, and who knows how much they do of this, that offensive coordinators should sit with defensive coordinators, find out, okay, what do you see against my team? What is it about my offense that you, as a defensive coordinator, would stop? But a lot of times, egos get in the way. Egos get in the way of information. Because I'd want to know. I want to know exactly what Andy Reid knows more about defense than Hell, offense, because he learns about how to scheme against defenses. But again, going back to that Chris Salt and the pistol offense, find a consultant. You got to keep changing, right? The Chiefs have tried this the RPO game. They did a lot of stuff that Mahomes did at Texas Tech. So much so that teams were actually studying the Chiefs before they played Texas Tech when Kingsbury was there. Gary Patterson admitted as much when he was at TCU, a game that TCU once had against uh, Texas Tech because – they see a lot of that from the Chiefs. And the Chiefs have been the creative ones. How many times have you seen stuff they've done used in college football? Even in high school football. Like oh, the tremendously so the much. And they go back so far to get their plays. I mean, it's it's insane. So I, I just don't get what is happening. 
And like Ron Cup said, he said uh, the play where we had to call a timeout right away in the second half. That's a that's a design play that we've ran multiple times in that kind of scheme. How does Pacheco not line up? It's the small things that usually don't happen with this team that are happening this year. And I think it. it I know you want to keep. I keep saying this, and you want to kind of deny it or say no. But I think Eb is the big. Is it's not not because of his play calls or whatever Eb does. It's the accountability that he held to this team. And I he, agree 100 percent with that, though. That's the thing. Like I agree 100 percent with that. That theory. okay, yeah. I I don't think it was. I don't think he would change anything about the plays or anything. I think he would just have them set line up better than what they're doing because he made sure everything was perfect. And he was precise with everything. Nagy is the cool uncle at your party. Like, if you do something wrong, he's just going to be like, man, next time, just fix it, okay? While the enemy is your father who's going to take you to the corner and take off his belt and whip you, okay? That's how it is. That's how it is. Nagy's your cool uncle. The enemy's your dad. They kind of need a role for both, to be honest with you. Like, there, there's a role for that, but I think just changing things up, not being stale anymore. And that's the one thing you'd have to worry about with EB. It would be business as usual with this offense. I mean, they found a way to make it work. Andy Reid is the play caller for this team, so that part hasn't changed. I mean, there's a lot of guys with great coaching experience on the staff, guys that have been head coaches in the NFL. But eventually, sometimes you got to keep, what are the Joneses doing? What are they doing to get better? What are they doing to get better? These teams that are going out there to stop the Chiefs. And that should be the mindset of other teams, stopping the Chiefs. They ought to be public enemy number one to all these teams. Because to get to the top, you got to be the top. The Bills, I think, were worried too much about the Chiefs, where they weren't worried about their own division as much as what that 13 seconds still lives on in their heads and dances in their heads. Look at the Bengals. You know, they, they built up the team. They faced the Chiefs the last two years in the AFC title game. They knew, but to get to the promised land, they had to beat Kansas City. And Baltimore did know that, and they kind of lost their way a little bit. And it started with the Orlando Brown trade to the Chiefs. Say what you want about Orlando Brown. The Chiefs needed a left tackle. And Baltimore was willing trade partners. And, I mean, the trade worked out for both teams. It worked out for both teams whether you want to like it or not. Now Orlando Brown hasn't looked great for the Bengals this year. I think it worked out better for the Chiefs because they got a ring and they got Nick Bolton. Well, yeah, I would say that. But I also thought with the trade, that's when they got Mark Andrews because of the pick that we gave up. So, I think the Ravens fans are like, well, we got Mark Andrews. And sadly for them, they don't have Mark Andrews this year. But still, uh, the Ravens came out winners. The Which Chiefs, is unbelievable they're doing what they're doing without him and Dobbins. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah likely has looked great for them in that backup tight end role. Oh, he is. It's just now coming down to what will the Chiefs do? The Chiefs have to do what they did after the Super Bowl loss to Tampa Bay. They've just got to rehaul the wide receiver group. The only person that is staying as a wide receiver on this Chiefs team that is here now for sure is Rasheed Rice. The others, they're all up in the air. I don't know what they're going to do, but I think they all need to be looked at and maybe let go one way or the other. How many of the receivers would you keep next year? At most three. I'm, I'm leaning two. And who are those two? The two that I would keep right now, if I had to keep two, would be Rasheed Rice and Richie James. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if it's a very minuscule contract for Richie James, he's here on a one-year deal. I, again, I like Richie James. 
I like to see more of him this year, see what you got in him. But other than that, just no attention thing. Justin Watson, any of these guys, no. Would, how many would no. you keep? Um, right now, definitively, Rasheed Rice, obviously. That's the only one I could say for sure for. But if they made two, if they were like, oh, we're keeping two, I think the only other one you could say maybe has a chance would be Richie James. The other one would be Justin Watson, and that's because I think Mahomes is like – like, I think Mahomes is the only reason Watson is here because Mahomes has that connection. And sometimes he, they look off. But he still does, yeah, he does, does the head bobbling things. Like, he goes and, like, you got to break off your route. I mean, there's just certain things where he runs into trouble and he runs off his route and he shouldn't. And these guy's been with Tom Brady. He's been with Patrick Mahomes. But if you just want him, you know, as a sixth, seventh receiver on your team, okay. But they got to get better at one and two. And listen, Rice has put up big numbers. This is a bad year in the draft for receivers. It was. This year's different. This year, some playmakers, man. Big time playmakers. I think there's going to be eight in the first round. The record's seven back in 2004. Oh, I think there could be nine. We'll see what the run is. We'll see what the run is. I think eight, possibly. 13 is the record for the first two rounds in 2020. But you're going to see it's, it's bigger, it's physical, it's fast receivers, it's difference makers. I think the Chiefs really could use that pure identifiable one. And I don't think Rice is your one. I don't. Do you think there will be a one? In the spot where the Chiefs draft, because you know it's going to be 20, it'll probably be 25 or later. I do, because I feel there's going to be five quarterbacks taken before, and then you throw in three tackles, three pass rushers, and all of a sudden they're picking technically in the early 20s, if that. Now, they're not going to find trade partners, which that's good, because you (laughs) you want teams not to trade the Chiefs, because that's what they shouldn't be doing anyway. When it comes to draft day trades, I mean, it takes special teams that like the Seahawks or somebody like that that doesn't really care. NFC teams typically don't care as much, but AFC teams are hell. They were having trouble trading the Cowboys last year on the NFC. They're finding more and more teams more difficult to trade with, and that's good. That shows you where you're at. Like I think they really wanted to trade down last year. Those were the rumors were that they were trying to trade down. I would have even traded out of it of the first round. But I know the draft was in Kansas City and all that, but who cares? But this year will be pivotal. This year will be pivotal in Detroit. Because eventually, and this year's probably the year, you got to start thinking, all right, who who do you want for Kelsey? And I know people like Noah Gray, and Noah Gray certainly shown development, but he also had a touchdown pass bounce right out of his hands last weekend. Like, these are the things that you can't handle. But coming up next, though, I want to know who you fear in the AFC playoffs, Chiefs are the three seed right now. But do you really feel they're the three seed if the playoffs started today? Next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.